weekend um i basically took the weekend off didn't do anything do you usually do things no but i didn't even like make an attempt i was like nope i'm just uh you know sitting on the couch all weekend good for you i can't imagine that uh the upcoming weeks are gonna be like that i'm sure you're gonna be fairly busy well i mean thanksgiving is next week right the week after next well well, okay let me tell you about our thanksgiving plans I remember kind of half-assed hearing your your whole thing with your mom about, so who's bringing this? Who's bringing that? Mm-hmm. And just going down a huge list of random turkey day things that people usually bring. And I guess everybody had everything covered and you guys have no clue what to bring. Well, so we got invited by these people that live like 20 miles north of us. And they're going to have 17 people for Thanksgiving. That is a lot of people. That is that is more than a small gathering. Yeah, and they're going to have, like, a potluck, basically. Mm-hmm. And we were told to bring a vegetable tray. You were told to bring a vegetable tray? Yeah. Like a salad? No, like, uh, I'm imagining, like, um, carrots and cauliflower and tomatoes and stuff like that with, like, dip in the middle. You know what I mean? Corn? Well, so, but the, there's all these people are making this other stuff, and I'm like, oh, they don't have sweet potatoes on the list, and and they're they're just like nobody likes sweet potatoes. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like sweet potatoes? <laughs> exactly. So that's who. Oh, we were trying to. I was trying to think today. This will be the second year in a row that I haven't had sweet potatoes on Thanksgiving because last year we didn't have sweet potatoes either because the neighbors made like a a tray and brought it over and no sweet potatoes. What is wrong with these people? I don't know. Why are you going to this party if there's not sweet potatoes? I, are there regular no. potatoes? Oh, and let me tell you, we have a turkey, Geo. That's great. Congratulations. They, they were on sale, 33 cents a pound at the store. Uh, okay. So we got a seven, uh, sorry, we got a 21 pound turkey and it's in the freezer. Wait, so if you're going to this party and I'm just trying to get this straight. If you're going to this party and they told you to bring a vegetable tray, who who's this turkey going to be for? Thank you. Who's this giant-ass turkey going to be for? This 20-plus-pound turkey. I guess it's for us, Geo. Is it? <laughs> like, uh, she, uh, the plan is to make the turkey on Christmas, maybe? But it was just like, oh. Okay. I mean, the turkey was 33 cents a pound. Can't pass out that deal, I guess. I mean, you put it in the freezer. It'll last you until Christmas. Yeah, and there's no room for anything else in the freezer, because there's a 20-pound turkey in the freezer. Oh, come on. You'll be fine. No, now that I think about it, in the years that I've known you guys, I've never had your mom's turkey. Because whenever you guys would do anything for Thanksgiving, it was always ham. Oh, yeah, because we always did, like, Friendsgiving afterwards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we do that, like, the week of or, like, the week after or something. Yeah, we never actually did Thanksgiving on Thanksgiving. Yeah, but it would always be ham. Like, I've never tasted your mom's turkey. It's pretty hard to screw up a turkey. I'll let you know. I feel like if anybody will. Is it, though? Because you say that. But I've tasted some dry ass turkey before. Oh no, we don't. We don't have that problem. And then I've seen people like deep fry turkey, and I can't imagine how that would taste. That's probably good. I mean, it might be, but I've never, I've never had it. So I haven't either. Didn't we do a turducken one year? No. You mean you, you, you might have. I wasn't involved. I could swear. <laughs> I could swear you were there for that. 
I did not taste any turduckins, though I'm curious. Yeah, so, um, and then, and then Thanksgiving is at noon on Thursday. Noon, Geo. You're talking to, do you know who you're talking to? Do you remember who you're talking to? Yeah, you guys are probably having it at like eight o'clock, so, yeah. No. In the morning. <laughs> My mom just like loves making dinner and having dinner early, like as hell. So like four or five o'clock is when we have dinner. And chances are she'll probably have all the food ready by like one or two. And that's probably around where we're going to eat it. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to have Thanksgiving dinner at noon. So I guess we'll be done in time to have, we could come home and make our own turkey afterwards, I guess. I, uh, I mean, in case that turkey sucks, you can have your 21 pound turkey back up. And then they text today and they're like, oh, well, we're going to draw names for Christmas. Like for what, like a secret Santa thing? I guess. And they're like, do you guys want in on that? And I'm like, well, then that kind of like means that we're making plans to go there for Christmas too, I guess. I don't know, man. Sometimes I kind of miss not having family. <laughs> wow. Come on. It'll be fun. Granted, these are like your mom's friends. Yeah. And I'm like, she's like, so do you want in on that? And I'm just like, no. <laughs> and she's like, oh, okay. Well, I'm saying yes. And I'll take care of the gifts. And I'm like, okay. Oh, so your mom just signed you up for it. Yeah. Yes, I know where you're going to be on Christmas. Yeah. That's okay. You'll be done by like two. <laughs> That's true. Have the whole rest of the day to do whatever you want. Yeah. What's your all's plan for Christmas? Christmas? I have no freaking clue. Oh, fuck. Not Christmas. That's, Thank that's you. freaking... That's more than a month away. <laughs> Not much you more than I, a month away. You think I planned my life that far in advance? <sighs> what are you doing for Thanksgiving? Is- Let's see. Uh, I just got a text from my dad... Just now, actually. And he's just like, my mom is going to make the turkey and is going to cook some other stuff. And he's basically just telling me and my sisters that she's going to make food. That's it. So my mom is going to make some some Thanksgiving stuff. Um, we we're going to go to Diana's sister's house because she was going to do like a big thing. Well, not a big Thanksgiving thing, but like a thing with her, her husband, uh, the new baby. And... um a couple of people from uh, her husband's side of the family. And then she wanted us to come over. And I was just like, that's probably a good idea because she's going to do her whole hostess thing. And she also has a brand new baby and probably won't be able to juggle all that stuff. So at least we'll help her either with the cooking or setting of everything or at least helping her with the baby. So now I'm not sure in what order I'm going to be doing Thanksgiving at whose house. Well, do they eat dinner at Three o'clock in the afternoon, too? No, but I'm feeling like she's probably going to be like getting everything like started or, I don't know, just getting things ready by then. And I don't want to just show up after things are ready. Well, I mean, they live close enough to where you could be like, uh, you could do the sitcom thing, right? And be like, uh, yeah, just go <laughs> back and forth. Be like, oh, I'm going to go pick up some ice from the, you know, the store or something. I'll be right back and then just go to the other house. Yeah. Yeah, I could technically. They're like, Maybe 10 minutes away from each other. I could yeah, pull it off. I'm pretty sure I could do that. And then, yeah, what are we doing about Christmas presents? There's this whole, like, supply chain thing. You just order presents. Yeah, but they're not going to get here until, like, February. So you don't know that. No, I don't know that. I'm just trying to use that as an excuse. You are. You, you just don't want to do this Christmas thing. I don't want to do any Christmas. Like, I don't even want anything for Christmas. I just... I'm sure you do. You're sounding like a grouch. <laughs> yeah, well... <laughs> You're a Scrooge. I feel like it. Come on, man. 
You don't want to get visited by the ghosts of Christmas, past, present, and future. How crazy is that? that that's a ghost story. You never think about it like that, right? But it's, I don't. I don't think they're actual. I think it's just. What are they? Time travelers. <laughs> it could be. You don't know, man. They're just aliens, man. It's it's a parallel parallel universe thing. All right, go for it. Tickle me, Elmo. I've got it. A- <laughs> You remember Tickle Me Elmo? That was the biggest, that was the hottest <laughs> toy. That was the hottest toy of the year. And everybody wanted a Tickle Me Elmo. <laughs> I know, but why do you have to say it like that? Because I'm thinking about Black Friday. No, no. <laughs> I'm thinking about Black Friday and how crazy it gets, and people want Tickle Me Elmos. Tickle Me Elmo. I mean, I think this year it's like PlayStations and Xboxes. Yeah, but step, people, can you get PlayStations and Xboxes yet? Or are they still like you can't find them? I haven't even I haven't been looking. Uh, I think they're all still pretty much sold out, but I am fairly sure that like Best Buy and Target and Walmart and all of them are doing some sort of like Black Friday sale next week, and also fairly sure that somebody's gonna get trampled or something at a store trying to get one. I'm just gonna wait till Monday and hopefully get one online. And if not, then I'll just wait for whenever they are available. I've made it this long without a PS5. I'll be all right. So um. I guess story time. Yeah. We were headed home. Wait, okay, hang on, pause. This is Scattershot Thoughts. <laughs> Welcome. Wow. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you stopped me for that. <laughs> That's Geo. He's about to tell us a story. All right. <laughs> Resume. <Jeez. laughs> so, this weekend we were coming home, and it's pretty late. It's like after midnight, and everything's dark. And of course, the intersection down the street from our house. I guess the streetlights there are kind of crappy, so it's a little dark. And we're driving, we're about to pass this intersection, and this black ball of fluff just darts in front of the car. And I kind of swerve out of the way a little bit. I don't hit it. And I stop and pull over, and it's a little bunny, little black bunny, just chilling out in the middle of the street. And these cars are driving past, and it's like hopping like left and right, kind of dodging cars. And I can tell it's pretty scared because it's kind of just sticking like to the middle of the intersection and not really wanting to like go to the sidewalk or the side of the road or anything. So Diana's like, we have to save it. And I'm like, God, all right. So pull over, get out of the car. I start walking past these cars that are like going to make a left-hand turn. So they're like waiting at the light. And the guy at the front is like, I see it, but I don't want to go and accidentally run it over. And I'm like, it's all right. I'm going to go and try to catch it. So this guy is just watching me from his car. And Diana's just sitting in our car, watching me run out to the middle of this intersection, this dark-ass intersection, risking my life to get this bunny who is hopping away from me super fast. And I'm looking like an idiot going left, and it's like jumping right, and then going right, and then it just like dashes left. And it's juking me, Jacob. It's, it's juking the hell out of me. It's breaking my ankles. I can't, can't keep up with this bunny. But I managed to herd it towards like the sidewalk and out of the street so the cars can finally go. So I'm like, okay, it's on the sidewalk now. It's like on a patch of grass there. I think my job here is done, you know? And Diana looks at me and is just like, no, we have to rescue it. It could go back into the street and get killed. And I'm just like, I can't catch that thing. It's too fast. I don't know what you want from me. So she gets out of the car and we kind of like pincer maneuver it where like Diana's attacking from the right and I like stealthily come up behind it on the left and just like kind of scare him into her and then finally she managed to like get a hold of it and then we put like a little blanket thing that we had on the car around it 
because it was kind of shivering and it looked pretty scared. And now it's in the patio. Just chilling right there in the balcony. Okay. So now what's the plan? So we spent Sunday trying to find out where we could take him. PetSmart apparently doesn't take bunnies. The Humane Society doesn't take bunnies. There's this place in Fort Lauderdale that we found, which I was just like, damn, I'm going to have to drive all the way to Fort Lauderdale just to find a place to take this bunny. Nah, they don't take bunnies either. So like nowhere that we could find would take this bunny. And then I asked you, and apparently you know someone who runs a, a rabbit sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's called the uh, Hair Inc. It's a house rabbit adoption, rescue, and education. So she runs this, and apparently she gets um, and rescues a bunch of rabbits, and she cares for them and finds them a home, which is awesome. So we emailed her, and she emailed us back. Unfortunately, at the moment, her sanctuary is at capacity, which kind of sucks. But she did tell us if uh, we wouldn't mind fostering it for a little bit. And as soon as she gets uh, space, she'll take him in, and she'll find it a home. So... So you guys have a rabbit now. <laughs> so we have we have uh, temporarily mm-hmm. adopted a rabbit. Right. I'm hoping temporarily, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. I'm- so so it's just chilling over there, and the cats like just watch it from the window and do their whole little predator cat things, where they just walk up to the glass and kind of swat at it. But yeah. <laughs> well. I'm, this is my life now. At least you know how to take care of a rabbit. That's true. I do know how to take care of a rabbit. Where were you coming home from when you found that rabbit, Geo? Santa's Enchanted Forest. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that still uh, the same as it always has been? I wouldn't know. This is my first time going. Really? You'd never been either? Everybody always t- said something to me about, like, oh, you haven't been to Santa's Enchanted Forest. How, how are you from Miami? You've never been to Santa's Enchanted Forest. Yeah, no, I've never been to Santa's Enchanted Forest. I've heard bad things. <laughs> well, now you've actually been there. I've always been like, it's dangerous. Like, you'll get hurt on a ride or something. Or, like, you'll eat some food and get sick. Which, I mean, it's a it's a fair. Yeah, so, you're like, supposed to. You're, you're going you're gonna to eat food and eventually probably end up getting sick. Okay. We were in line for, like, 40 minutes. It was a long-ass line. Just to get in? Yeah. Wow. Just to get in. So, yeah, we were in line for 40 minutes. We finally get in. We did some rides. We passed by a bunch of food places, but the lines at the food places were, like, ridiculous. So we kind of just kept walking, got on some more rides, and then ended up at the Ferris wheel. And Diana's like, let's get on the Ferris wheel. And I'm like, I'm afraid of heights. (laughs) (laughs) Like, roller coasters and stuff, I'll do. But, like, a Ferris wheel is kind of slowly going up and down and stops at the peak and uh, heights. Heights. So, of course, I ended up getting on this fucking Ferris wheel. And um, I almost have a panic attack when I get to the top because it starts rocking a bit because it it was a little breezy, dusty. So scary. Got a little bit of vertigo, you know, looking out, seeing all of uh, Hialeah slash Miami. But uh, it was fun. It was fun. I got over it and, you know, I did it. I, I conquered the Ferris wheel. What else was there other than the Ferris wheel? They had some people like performing, doing like some gymnastic stuff, uh, stacking chairs and climbing to the top and doing some other stuff. I mean, honestly, that was basically it, to be honest. Just a bunch of rides, food. That's it. Have you heard the song yet? Is it Christmas time in Miami yet? Uh, okay. See, it's Christmas time in Miami. When you turn on the radio station, 
And one of the radio stations down here starts playing uh, the Mi Burrito song. <laughs> That's how you know that it is Christmas time. It is not Christmas time if you are hearing Mariah Carey. Because you can hear Mariah Carey right now. It's not even Thanksgiving yet. And I've already heard Mariah Carey. The Christmas Mariah Carey stuff. But it's not Christmas until you hear the Mi Burrito song. And you have not heard it yet? Well, it might have already been playing on the radio. I don't know because I listen to podcasts and Spotify when I'm driving on the road. I was afraid that was going to be the answer. Yeah. It's it's not like back back in the day where I just listened to the radio. Now, now I'm just listening to other people talk or murder podcasts or uh, just music. But I'll keep an eye out or an ear out. Yeah. I'm not going to hear it up here. So Yeah. What what do you what do you guys hear up there? Grandma got run over by a reindeer. <laughs> Seriously? I've never heard that on the radio. Really? No. On the radio? I've heard it before. I've just never heard it on the radio. I want to say it was like we had a doctor's appointment on like November 1st. And we went to the doctor and it they had the radio on and they were already playing uh, Christmas music. It was like, okay, day after Halloween, Christmas music, go. Yeah. Like local radio station. Just... I guess we're just going to play three months of Christmas music. You didn't feel like calling them up and being like, y'all skipped over Thanksgiving, you assholes. Play the burrito song. <laughs> okay. Well, I was, uh, you threw me off by Santa's Enchanted Forest. I thought you were on the way home from seeing a movie. No, that was that was the night before. So do you want to give a mini review of the movie you saw, Gio? Of Eternals? Yeah. Uh, I could, but I mean, it's only been out for a week. I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I don't want a spoiler. Just thumbs up, thumbs down, somewhere in between. So I, I'd give it a thumbs up. I, I, I don't think it was a bad movie. I wouldn't say it was a great movie, but that's probably also just because of other things that happened. Just movie-wise, I think there was like a lot. It was already a long movie. I think it was like two hours and something, two two thirty or something. Yeah, it is a long movie. So it was a really long movie. Well, not really long, not like Lord of the Rings long, but it was still, it was a long-ish movie. And I still felt like they they tried to get a lot packed in there and it didn't work out too well for them. Like, I almost feel like it would have been better like as a series or something where they could have paced themselves out a bit and like kind of shared the backstory and, and what was going on. But other than that, it was, it was a pretty good movie. The acting was not bad. The shots, there were some really nice shots. It looked beautiful. And the story wasn't terrible. Like I said, you'd have to go into it thinking, you know, this isn't like a, a Marvel's Avenger, Avengers movie. It's a, like a family drama movie. Yeah, I was going to ask you, like, so then what should your expectation be? Yeah, like, don't go in thinking like, oh, there's going to be like a crazy plot and like people fighting and all this other stuff. Like, no, it's 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 a family movie. It's, it's about the dynamics of, of a group of people and how they feel about each other. So it's like, uh, did you watch... Jupiter Ascending? Is that the name of it? Jupiter Ascending? Do you know what I'm talking about on Netflix? Jupiter Ascending? Is that the movie with Mila Kunis? Uh, it, that is the movie with Mila Kunis. That's not what I'm thinking of. Shit. What is it? Jupiter's Legacy. No, I didn't. That sounds like um, comparable to what you're talking about. Like, they're superheroes, but that's not what the story's about. Yeah. So, maybe. I'll have to give that a, a watch, too. But then you, you do learn a lot of stuff about Celestials, and my only, like kind of gripe with it is that you didn't see enough uh you didn't see enough of john snow man you didn't see enough kit he was in the movie for all of like five minutes with all the people that they had in that cast it seemed like that was had to have been the case with everybody it, it wasn't though it wasn't the case like everyone had like a decent amount of screen time 
or at least like Eternals had a decent amount of screen time. But Kit was in the movie for like the first five minutes of the movie and then like the last 10 seconds of the movie. So you think they were like just setting him up for his own thing? Yeah, they're setting him up. He got his own little uh, after credits scene, post credits scene. So he got his own little thing about, uh, you know, who, who ends up becoming. That's interesting. So should I rush out to the theater to see it? I mean, if you want to. It wasn't a bad movie, but also I'd say Shang-Chi was better. Did you end up seeing Shang-Chi this weekend, by the way? Yeah, that's in the list of the 8 billion things that I watched this weekend. It's just vegetating on the couch. But before we get to that, let's talk about the news. The news? What happened in the news? Well, we have some Star Wars news. So, how much of Visions have you watched, Geo? Uh, like the first three or four episodes. Okay. Which might be like more than half of Visions, I think. It's, no. The three episodes would be a third of it. Okay. So the first three episodes were the black and white one, the really weird musical one. Yeah, the the black and white one, the musical one, and the brother-sister twin one. Oh, yeah, okay. So you haven't seen... So there's one of the shorts from Visions that you haven't seen got submitted for consideration for an Oscar for a short film. And it wasn't the black and white one? Because that one is by far the best one that I've seen. No, it was another one. It was the one called The Village Bride, which I is in the the top for me in terms of if you were to rank those well i do have basically half the week off next week so i'll have plenty of time to catch up on shows you only need about an maybe two hours to get caught up on on visions yeah but yeah so that's uh i don't know maybe that'll convince you to (laughs) to try, try to watch visions and then the other bit of star wars news was do you remember the next movie that's supposed to come out rogue squadron it's uh the director uh, Patty Jenkins. She's had to sort of reschedule the order in which she's filming the movies because she's got Rogue Squadron that she's working on. She's got Wonder Woman 3 and then some uh, Cleopatra movie. They're making a Cleopatra movie? Yeah, like a remake of the old, like, was it Elizabeth Taylor? They've had to reschedule, like, sort of indefinitely delay Rogue Squadron. Indefinitely? Well, there's no real plan for when it's going to get started. They just had said, like, oh, well, we're delaying. Okay, what about all the actors and everything? Um, I don't even think they got to the point of casting anybody for the movie. Oh, well, that's kind of sad. Scheduling conflicts is the official excuse, but then there's also rumors that there's creative differences. So we'll see if if that ever lifts off. That just sounds like a headache. And then a couple weeks ago, we talked about the next Transformers movie. You remember we talked about Beast Wars? I, I remember you talking about the dinosaurs. I'm being very excited. Well, my excitement is going to have to be contained because that also got delayed. Awesome. So, got to hold, hold off on the explosions here. Yeah. <laughs> you okay? You can breathe. Uh, yeah, I'll have to hold off on the explosions. Yeah, that movie got delayed by a year. A year? Holy shit. Yeah, and it's taking the spot of the next Star Trek movie, whatever that was supposed to be. Wait, it's being taken by Star Trek or it's being delayed and taking star trek spot yeah like it's being delayed from when it was supposed to release next year and then it's taking the spot that they had reserved for star trek huh which also it's like okay but it doesn't even have a title so who knows if they were even gonna do that did you see the trailer for the halo series yeah i i caught a glimpse of that what's that gonna be on uh paramount plus or something or yep. paramount whatever the hell it is i don't know how i feel about that man i don't either like i have, I have mixed feelings about halo halo was like okay so we went from Counter-Strike, right? We went from Counter-Strike to playing Halo 
on Xbox Live for a bit, just doing stupid shit on the map, doing like super jumps and uh, just flying around and killing each other. And we played Halo for a while, didn't we? Yeah. We had a friend of ours who like got really into it, like competitive wise. Yeah. So we we played like the first three Halos or something, right? Uh, I know for sure. Like the ones that we played a bunch were Halo two and three. I can't remember if we played four or not. I don't think we ever played four because I don't remember four, but I remember three. So we did all those, and then they made a couple more Halo games after we were done with those that we never played, or at least I didn't play. And for a while there, I just felt like all they were doing was just releasing like new Halo games, and I was just thinking to myself, like, how long are they going to be milking this story? It's kind of like Mass uh, Mass Effect. Like they had their trilogy. And then they made another Mass Effect game that was terrible and nobody liked. But it, at least Mass Effect had a good story. I mean, could, what do you know about the story of Halo? I mean, it's a complex story. It is There is a complex story there. Yeah, I know. I mean, you got the Master Chief, and then he's fighting the Covenant, and they find the Flood. No, so so that's not even like the actual story doesn't even begin with the war between the humans and the Covenant. So like the actual story begins before that, where like... You had these, they're the, the forerunners or whatever they were called, right? Had their civilization. And then I think the flood came in then, or, or they invented the flood, or I don't know what the fuck happened. The flood showed up. And their whole thing was like, we have to destroy like all human life or else the flood is just going to parasitically take over like the entire universe. But then like, I think the halos were like the weapon that killed everything, but also brought life back afterwards. And then that's when humans and like the covenant and all the aliens and everything kind of like came back and like humankind like evolved and came to be. Okay. And then like, I think you find out that like the forerunners wanted humans to be like the ones that were like their descendants kind of. And then the covenant kind of found out about that and they were just like, fuck that. So then they went to war with the humans and that's how like the war started and uh, I, honestly I, I feel like i've been skipping a bunch of stuff because i remember seeing a video about it it was really long but uh yeah there's there was a lot more to the story than just like master chief fighting some covenant i mean i remember for me the the one that i thought had the best story of the games that we played was halo 2 because it introduced like all the political stuff with the covenant i mean the covenant just was a whole lot more interesting than that master chief going around killing people but then again, like I feel like you and I both have that opinion of any property anywhere where it's like, okay, there's a human story, sure, whatever. But what's happening with Covenant or the Orcs or? <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say, like in World of Warcraft, like. Yeah, why would you play a human? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm already a human. <laughs> I, I wake up, look at a mirror, and I see a human. I don't want to see that. I want to see a troll. All right. Mm -hmm. I want to see a Jamaican troll doing a handstand. And shoot a fireball out of his hand. All right, that's what I want to see. So I guess there is some potential for this TV show then. Maybe we'll see. I mean, it's also going to be distributed on Paramount Plus, and I mean, what other show do they have? Uh, the Star Trek stuff. That's about all I can think of. Yeah, like that's that's it. It's not like Netflix. Netflix has everything. Netflix even has Paramount Plus stuff in other countries. Yeah, and then um, HBO Max has like all their DC stuff. And then Disney Plus obviously has everything else. So what, what does Paramount Plus have? Star Trek, that's about it. Do they have The Office? Or is that... Uh... Uh, that's Peacock, I think. So I guess they need something. They need a Halo or something like that to bring more people in. Maybe it's good. Maybe it'll be good. I have to keep an eye out. The last bit of news I've got here is 
Red Notice. Remember we talked about Red Notice? Yeah, I saw it on Sunday. Did you see it? Yeah. Okay, well, apparently you were among, what's the number? 4.2 million other people this weekend who watched that movie, which is the largest streaming opening weekend for any movie ever. This article that I've got up here says that Red Notice was 4.2 million viewers. The next highest one this year was Mortal Kombat with 3.8, followed by The Tomorrow War with 2.4. And also uh, Shang-Chi, which premiered this weekend, we'll get to that later, uh, only had 1.7 million viewers this week. Yeah, though, I mean, people saw it in theaters. That's true. People saw it in theaters like a month ago. We didn't talk about this. I'm glad you saw Red Notice, because I wanted to see it and I didn't get a chance. Jacob, Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot. Also, also, also Ryan Reynolds, who basically plays Ryan Reynolds in this movie. Though, I mean, he, he, he plays Ryan Reynolds in like every movie. And The Rock, who plays The Rock in this movie. Which I, I saw a different The Rock movie this weekend that we'll get to. The Jungle? <laughs> yeah. Let me do our, our weekly <laughs> Rotten Tomato check. <laughs> Is this a weekly thing now? I guess. So, oh. The Eternals, okay, 47% on the tomato meter with an audience score of 80%. Okay, that sounds about right. Okay, Red Notice on the tomato meter, 35%. Also sounds about right. With an audience score of 91%. Uh, I'd put it at around 80, but yeah. Though I mean, though, though I can see why critics would give it a, a, a low rating. So what do, you, what do you think about the Red Notice? I mean, it was just one of those action movies that you watch that keeps you entertained on a weekend night when you have nothing else to watch. Okay. It wasn't bad. It was funny. It had some funny moments. It had a lot of funny moments. Ryan Reynolds uh, and The Rock do a pretty good job uh, keeping the banter going. Did I mention Gal Gadot? Always uh, a pleasure to see in movies. And I'm thinking there might be a sequel to it. Who knows? Okay. Yeah, because it kind of ended with a cliffhanger. Would you want to see a sequel? No, I'd watch a sequel. It, it was pretty funny. And it was entertaining to watch. I wouldn't, you know, give it an Oscar or anything, but it was pretty funny. Okay. Oh, and I lied. There is one more news story. This is going to be our, our bio talk for the week. Oh, God. We have an update on Tuna Gate. On Tuna Gate. Oh, the subway thing. Yeah. So I've got an article open here from the Washington Post, which I guess, you know, think of that what you will. But mm-hmm. they tested, or this this firm tested 20 locations in Southern California for their tuna to see what DNA they could find in the tuna. Mm-hmm. And of those 20 samples that they took from different Subway stores, only one of them had tuna DNA in it. Like, was it was it completely tuna? <laughs> well, or did they just find, like, we, we found, like, 10% tuna in there. So this is the thing, right? We've talked about in the past that uh, it's really a bad idea to look for DNA in cooked things because cooking things breaks down DNA. That could be just making it so they can't find DNA. But the, the interesting thing that the they really kind of buried the lead in this article is they found other things in the tuna. Okay. You're going to have to uh, – do, do I want to know what else they found in the tuna? Is this like mystery meat sort of thing? A little bit. Speaking of which, I had a McRib today. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows what's in that? <laughs> the McRib is back, baby. <laughs> it's definitely not anything ribby. So of the 20 samples that they collected – they were able to detect pork DNA in 11 of the samples. Pork? Uh-huh. Cattle, cow DNA in seven samples. And all of the samples contain chicken DNA. Oh. Huh. So if you're like, uh, oh, wow, that's just 
I can just imagine someone who's just like, oh, I don't eat, you know, beef or pork or chicken. Mm-hmm. I'll just eat straight up tuna going to Subway and like, hey, I want a tuna sandwich. And now realizing that they probably ate yeah. all of all, if not, you know, some of the things that they are against eating. And I actually have a friend who's allergic to um, poultry. Like, what if he wanted, what if he went to Subway and was like, oh, tuna sounds good. And, and died. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's kind of extreme, but that could be the case. Okay, I'm sorry. I went into anaphylactic shock. And then died. <laughs> and then died. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more of, like, what if someone went there and, like, ate the tuna and it went against their religious religion for eating, like, pork or something? Yeah, I mean, if... That, if that'd be kind of fucked up. Over half those samples had pork in them? I mean, that's that's a problem. And the beef. Now the thing is, is Subway claims that they have 100% real tuna. It's also just 100% real pork, too. <laughs> yeah, so now now uh, the issue is it's not necessarily that what they have isn't tuna. It's they have – how do I put this? So the burden of proof – Okay, we're, we're, getting, we're getting real philosophical here. So you couldn't prove that the tuna is not tuna, right? Because you could just say, oh, well, the tuna's cooked. Like you just can't find DNA. But what you can prove is that the tuna isn't 100% tuna. Yeah. So – which they already have by finding pork and beef and chicken in it. Right. So the, this new lawsuit, um, I think they might actually have some some substance within this lawsuit. Standing. Yeah. Of course, uh, this article does point out, and you know, they do their due diligence that you can go to subwaytunafacts.com and see what Subway has to say about their tuna being real. And they, of course, are going to say that it's 100% real tuna. Yeah, that they've had independent fact checkers and stuff like that. It was 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 Jared one of those fact checkers? <laughs> Just want to know. No, I think Jared's a little busy right now. So, does this stop me from getting tuna at Subway? Probably not, because I ate a McRib today, right? Like it, it's fine. I, I, I like you said, because <laughs> I don't care what goes into my body. You have to just accept. You, you go in with a, a, expectations, and, and then it won't be bad. Right? I think the expectation is that you're going in to eat tuna. Yeah, that's true. I'm gonna be 100 percent with you. I, I don't exactly go to Subway for the tuna sandwiches, anyways. I, I, neither of us really would pick Subway, period, to go to. So True. Yeah, so that's our, our short um, philosophy of science thing, is that uh, this this article, I think, really gives evidence that, that there might be some standing against the tuna not being tuna, at least not 100% tuna. Uh, well, that's that's kind of sad and gross. Make, makes you wonder what's in, the, what, what's in their meatballs. Sometimes. <laughs> Probably tuna. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just blew my mind man i mean that does make me wonder you could have a lot of contamination there in terms of like uh maybe they used a scoop for one thing that had beef or chicken or whatever i mean you could always come up with an excuse for why they found things that aren't tuna in the tuna salad you could add contamination with the scoops or something like that i guess but i mean you gave like didn't you say it was like a rather large percentage it wasn't like oh we found like one percent chicken in there wasn't it like 10, 10% chicken in the tuna? They found tuna in 100% of the samples. Or, sorry, they found chicken in 100% of the tuna samples. But they don't say, you, you can't really qual- No, they didn't specify how much chicken. Yeah, okay. you couldn't really do that. But, I mean, also, yeah, so they sampled from locations in Southern California, which there could be just an issue with the tuna that went to Southern California. I mean, if these guys really wanted to do it, they should go, like... Everywhere. And get a sample, so... I. I don't know. Um, we'll, we'll see how that develops. Yeah, got to keep an eye on it. 
as if Subway wasn't doing bad enough already. Yes. They had a whole remodel and everything, and no one even noticed. That's true, yeah. Um, we talked about that. All right, well, I'm going to save Disney Plus Day stuff for the end, because that was a lot of stuff. So you watched um, Red Notice. I watched a new thing on Netflix this weekend. I watched Arcane. So you saw the League of Legends thing. Right. All right, so... We got pretty into League of Legends for a bit. That was like years of playing League of Legends. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of fell off rather quick too afterwards. Because uh, I think we moved on to, uh, what, like Heroes of the Storm? Yeah, that probably would have been the next thing that we started playing. Right? Yeah. And then at that point, in League of Legends, the only thing that we were doing were like ARAMs. Yeah. So, like, standard games and, and ranked games in, in League of Legends wasn't exactly our thing. It was kind of a toxic community. Yeah, I mean, I would say League of Legends is probably the most toxic video game community I've ever participated in. Uh, I mean, Halo is pretty close, but... Yeah, Halo was pretty bad, too. You know what was good? When we played Battlefield. Yeah. So Battlefield was fun. We, we were just talking amongst ourselves. We didn't hear anybody else, you know, bitching or anything. And we would fuck around and do stupid things. That was fun. Yeah. No, no, no toxicity there. Then we played League of Legends and people tell you to kill themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and they're just like, go, go go uninstall this game and kill yourself. Which, last week we talked about how we're playing Pokemon Unite, and I really like that your team can't communicate. I mean, it's really frustrating in a lot of ways, but also, I think it's better than the alternative, at least for my mental health. Because you would be telling people <laughs> to uninstall the game. Yeah, I mean, you've heard me say, I hope your Switch explodes in your hands and you die, but I mean, like... <laughs> <laughs> But at least that person couldn't hear you. Say exactly. That. <laughs> oh my god, it can get kind of frustrating. Though I mean, it is a game where like communication is so important. But in in that in that case, I think it'd be like like you and I are on a call when we're playing that game, communicating back and forth. So I figure if you're gonna play this game and expect communication, you'd be on a call with like four other people that you know playing this game. And in which case, you're not going to be toxic to four people that you actually know. Well, <laughs> no, you probably you probably say stuff. I mean, as we all will would probably do, but I mean, it's not it's not like with any ill intent. Yeah, it's it's more like, damn it, why the fuck would you do that? And then just be like, okay, whatever. Yeah, Let's just keep that's it. the extent of it's that. Okay. I mean, we used to play with some pretty pretty intense people back in the day, League of Legends. Yeah, I, but that's that's. Mainly what I was talking about was just like they were into like the super competitive ranked stuff. Yeah. And um, I mean, I, I wanted to get into that stuff, but just the community around it was just it wasn't appealing. Yeah, it was off putting. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not into this. Yeah, it was the same thing like with raiding in World of Warcraft back a long time ago when we were playing like uh, Wrath of the Lich King days. It was just like you, you couldn't just like casually raid back then. All right. right, right. I remember uh, one of our friends tried to get us into that. Back then, it was just like a huge deal to raid, and you know now it's. I think we know. did we did like one raid, and then we we're just like, yeah, okay, no. yeah, no, that was too, <laughs> that was too intense, that was too much, and then we came back like years later, expansions later, and then we were leading our own raids, yeah, and we actually yeah. did we actually did pretty well. We had our own raiding guild for a while there, yeah. Well, let a revolt within a raiding guild and took it over, but. <laughs> 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 Look at me. I'm the captain now. Pretty much. But yeah, that wasn't so bad. And then we were we were chill about it, you know, it was a casual thing. Mm-hmm. Like we, we weren't expecting people to be like 
professionals. Well, I mean, I think that's also the difference between trying to do that stuff when you're 15 and then doing that stuff when you're like 25. You'd think, but like after we were done with that and I joined that other raiding guild, they were really like, they, they made it seem like, like a job, like an after job job. Like you get home from work and then you're like working again. You were raiding all the time when you were in that guild, weren't you? Yeah, it was like multiple nights a week, and then you have to be on at a specific time, and then that went on until like 11 at night. Ugh, that was a headache. Yeah. I mean, it was fun, like, getting through all those bosses on those difficulties, and I felt like I was actually getting, like, decent at the game, I guess. But yeah, it was too much work. It, it wasn't, it was just work at that point. It, it was, it wasn't fun. It wasn't playing a game. It was just work. Logging on to do your daily so you could earn gold. You know what that sounds like? Going to your job to make money. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. I just missed the days where we would just like fuck around and fly around and get mounts. That was fun. I don't remember how we got to this part of the conversation. League of Legends. League of Legends, right. So Arcane. Basically toxic yeah, toxic community. We quit playing League of Legends. I don't even remember what the last champ that I remember coming out was. I do. It was a green blob. A green blob. Did he have like a monocle or something? No, he was like a big green blob. It started. His name started with a Z. Did he kind of look like an alien? His name Zach was his name. I don't even remember that guy. I'm gonna look him up right now. Z A C. I think that's like the last that I that the last character that I remember coming out around then. Oh, I remember this guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Which he came out March 2013. With and I think we probably kept playing a little bit longer than that, but that's around when we quit. But this arcane show. You don't need to know anything about League of Legends. You could watch it and not know it has anything to do with League of Legends. I mean, I I, I remember uh, I saw the trailer for it, and I think I could recognize, like, two characters from the game. Uh, Jinx and, um, what was her name? Vi. Vi? Which, apparently, they're sisters. I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. That was the other thing about League of Legends, was there was this huge, like, lore but you never got exposed to any of it because it was all like written text that you would have to seek out on the side, like in the patch notes. It wasn't even just patch notes. Like you'd have to like when you're selecting a character, it has their backstory and everything, so you'd have to go in and read it. Yeah, which I always thought I always thought that that setting would make for a cool story, just because there was it was so rich, like the lore. Yeah, uh, and and it kind of is. And the thing is with Arcane, there were a couple of characters that I watched like for three or four episodes, and I'm like, oh. That's this person. I, I forgot that was a character and stuff like that. Um, but it's a good show. I mean, um, so the way they're releasing it is it's coming out in three chunks of three, like, 40-minute episodes. Okay. So I think the the last three episodes come out this week, or they may have already come out this week. Well, by the time this airs, they will have come out this week. So does it just follow by and Jinx, or are other characters from the the game in there so the main characters that you follow are vi and jinx um and then there's also a subplot with jace okay but she was the guy with the hammer yeah the one that you can swap between like a ranged weapon and a, a hammer yeah and but then there's all sorts of other side characters that get introduced just thinking back i remember you played a lot of uh alistair yeah they actually didn't have a lot of the characters that i played in the game because i played all the kind of weirder characters now that I think about yeah, you it, you played like the tanky characters. Yeah, well, I've always played support, but all the like humany type characters, um, like Victor. I didn't. I totally forgot Victor was a character. Victor is the guy with the robot like, hand. Yes, extra robot yeah. hand. Which I didn't realize that was him until I saw that 
like he was showcasing like oh i developed this thing and it like shot a laser and, and like all of a sudden it was like the matrix just like blah and i was like oh yeah okay <laughs> i know who this is now a laser <laughs> i've seen that thing before yeah. um but it, it's actually pretty good it's like each episode's like 40 minutes or so nunu you played nunu a lot i knew nunu yeah, Nunu was the uh, Yeti type character. The Yeti, yeah. yeah, the Yeti with the ice ball. Yeah, see, so you don't see any of those characters. You just you just see like the regular human characters. Well, you do see Heimerdinger. He's about the only non-human character that you see. And there's a reference to Timo. Timo is he just chilling in a bush somewhere? <laughs> Shrooms everywhere. They're like looking through a book, and it's got like illustrations of Timo in it. Like it's like a children's book or something. Mm. But that's a pretty good show. Warwick. I remember Warwick. I remember you you playing Warwick for a bit there. Basically, uh, if the character wasn't human, I played it. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, like I, I'm going down this list right now, and I'm just like, Jacob played this character. That character is not human. No, I played he- some human characters like Leona. Is is a Mumu? A Mumu's not considered a human, is he? He's a mummy. Oh, dude, you're saying these names, and I just like until you say what they are, I'm like, oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's it's almost made me want to start playing League of Legends again, just to. I, I tried to get back in it a couple of years ago, and everything looked different. Just like everything. Everything was different. Well, I mean, that's the thing, is we could go back in, and it would be almost like starting a completely different game. And then I opened my Discord, and like, the other day I opened my Discord, and every one of my friends that was online was playing League of Legends. So I'm thinking this Arcane show maybe is uh, bringing people back. I don't know. Maybe. Cho'Gath. You play Cho'Gath. That's Heroes of the Storm, isn't it? No, that's Cho'Gall. No, that's... <laughs> Cho'Gath was the uh, the weird uh, demon-looking thing with the spikes that come out of the ground. Oh yeah, knock oh, you up, yeah. and you get bigger. Like the more health you get, or something, or like that's right. Your ult, your ult was something like you can eat people. Yeah, and you it, you built it up. Yeah, like if you killed them with your ult, like you would get bigger, and like you you get more health or something, and it would stack. Yeah, see, I I kind of miss that game a little bit, but going back to it, we would be like complete noobs. Oh no! Yeah, I have absolutely no clue what I was. I mean, I'm sure I could get back into playing the character or characters, but like the builds and everything are com- probably completely different now. And then also, how much money did we drop on skins in that game? Not that much, honestly. I feel like I did. We never bought like the the super expensive uh, whatever, like the Ezekiel skin. Do you remember that one? Yeah, the one with like the custom animation for like everything, and uh, you, you like. As you progress through like levels, you like got different pieces of equipment. Mm-hmm. You played Tarek. Tarek was a human, and the only other human I remember you playing was Gangplank, and that's because he was a pirate. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> I don't know. It is tempting to get back into that game, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't know about that either. It seems like a there'd be a lot to, and I'm sure people are still like just as toxic as ever in that game. Yeah, but I mean, we've also got. I think we can deal with that better now. Maybe just ignore them. Yeah, pretty much. And then uh, last night I started watching another show that we talked about a couple weeks ago, The Shrink Next Door. The Shrink Next Door. That's the one with uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd, right? Mm-hmm. Who, Paul Rudd is uh, sexiest man of the year. I saw that. Sure. What do you mean, sure? I, I, don't, I, I have no comment on that. Wow, Jacob. Paul Rudd is hot, man. Uh, okay. Paul Rudd, he's funny. Well, this show, it's got these two comedians in it. It's not funny at all. Really? It's like a drama. You tell me Will Ferrell's in his movie and it's not a funny movie? No, it's not funny at all. It doesn't mention baby Jesus? <laughs> no, there's no mention of baby Jesus. Everybody involved in this story is Jewish. Oh, God. <laughs> so, no baby Jesus. So this is, um, it's based on real life events 
where the psychiatrist basically like turned this other guy into a slave a little bit. Okay. How does that happen? He like manipulated him through his um, therapy sessions to like put him into his will and stuff like that. Okay. I guess there's a podcast that was based on this called Shrink. But yeah, I mean, this is an ongoing thing. Like there's a lawsuit against the, the guy that Paul Rudd plays. Yeah, Paul Rudd's a bad guy in this. So he's the the shrink that uh, manipulates Wolf Arrow? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I, I'm only two episodes in, um, but uh, I'm going to stick with it. It's interesting. I was just expecting comedy, and this was not comedy. <laughs> but that's kind of on me, just because I didn't look into it at all. I just saw the people involved. And just assumed things. You know what they say about assumptions, Jacob? So did you watch anything else this weekend? I'm sure I did, but nothing comes to mind. Just Eternals and uh, Red Notice, for the most part. Well, then I guess we'll get into Disney Plus Day. All right, here we go. All right, so the first thing that I saw on Disney Plus Day was somebody sent me a TikTok of the Obi-Wan Kenobi interview, and that's about the only Star Wars thing that we got on Disney Plus Day. Okay. Which I'm a little disappointed by. But uh, yeah, so we're getting uh, Hayden Christensen. Which, that's not news. We knew that. That's not news. So that's kind of a letdown. This week has been a sad week for Star Wars, between Rogue Squadron getting canceled. The Obi-Wan Kenobi thing getting leaked before Disney Plus Day. <laughs> but there were other good things that I watched for Disney Plus Day. So I watched Shang-Chi, which I feel like we could go way deep on Shang-Chi, but... Probably could. To keep it short, when you first saw Shang-Chi, you like texted me and you were like, hey, you're really going to like this movie. And you were right. Well, so when I texted you, I was just like, I was like, Jacob, you might not... I don't know how you feel about the movie, like the plot of the movie or anything. But I know you're going to really enjoy the fight scenes because you come from, you have, you have some martial arts background and you've always like, liked the martial arts and movies and stuff. Like you'd point out, uh, I remember, what were we watching? We were watching the Matrix or something. Or we saw like a Matrix scene or something. And you were like, oh, he's doing this style right now. Or he's using this style now. And I was just like, wow, that's cool that you know all that. So I was just, I was watching this movie and I was just like, I feel like you'd appreciate the fighting that's going on right now. Yeah. And um, I did. And in general, it's just, it was a good movie. At this point, you kind of expect Marvel movies to just be the same thing over and over again. Yeah. But this, this was, first off, this was the most Star Wars Marvel movie I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. I mean, just down to the plot of like uh, saying goodbye to the mom and being like, oh, am I ever going to see you again? And her being like, oh, I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah, I, w- I want to. Okay, then. And then like, oh, mom, mom's mom's not mom anymore and then apparently you know your dad is the darth vader basically basically that plot line ends similarly to how luke and vader's story ends yeah and then there was also this whole aspect of like i don't even remember oh with the rings when he's fighting his dad i'm just like in my head i'm like he's learning how to water bend the lightning like <laughs> <laughs> so the part that i found a little weird about the rings is Aren't they supposed to be actual, like, rings? Like, jewelry rings? And not just, like, the whatever weapon-type rings it is that goes around your arm, your forearms? Yeah, so the thing with the rings is they're more, like, um, just rings that you wear on your fingers that each have different abilities. Each have, like, a different power. But we just went through, like, a six-hour story arc of a guy putting a thing on his hand that each one of Oh, that's true. Yeah, so they they changed it a little bit. (laughs) But, like, yeah, so... So I remember seeing that and then watching the movie, and I was just like, these rings are supposed to be different things, but it's still kind of cool, so whatever. I th- I th- At the end, I was like, okay, the ring thing is getting a little old, but 
at the beginning, I was just like, oh, wow, this is really kind of cool. I've not, it was something that like, I've never seen that before. And I guess we should mention, speaking of learning how to <laughs> waterbend the lightning and a movie with Jong in it, uh, Mr. Kim. <gasps> All right. Mr. Kim is playing our favorite character ever. <laughs> From Avatar The Last Airbender. I, and and uh, I can't even remember the, the, the sequel to that. Uh, Legend of Korra. Korra, yeah. He was in the first season of that. He was? Oh, yeah. No, he was in... Yeah, he was. Wasn't... Um, he was, like, in the spirit world, right? Like, in the, the later seasons. Yeah, he talked to Korra. Yeah. So, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uncle Iroh coming, being played by Mr. Kim. Who was Shang-Chi's dad in a different show. <laughs> yeah, who's Jung's dad. Um. So, yeah, overall, Shang-Chi uh, gets a thumbs up for me. Awesome. How was it? Uh, do you watch it in the, the IMAX? view yeah which i never would have even noticed that there was a difference if i hadn't read that article that said that there's going to be a difference in the no difference but i did notice that there were no black bars at the top of my screen it, it just it used up the entirety of the the tv screen which is cool i guess all right and then after i watched that i, I watched the jungle cruise and how did you like that that was a good like if you're looking for a family friendly indiana jones type movie it's it's it was good. It, it it was like uh sort of like the mummy, um Indiana Jones, like that sort of vibe, but mixed in with Pirates of the Caribbean because it's it's based on a ride at Disney. The the Rock is good. They focus way too much on the fact that Emily Blunt is uh wearing pants. Like every every two seconds, it's like oh she's wearing pants. Like it, she's the one wearing pants in this relationship, and it's like okay. Is is it? Because they were expecting her to be wearing a dress? Yeah, but it's like, a, I mean, they pointed it out once, and it was like, okay, cool. And then, like, they kept pointing it out. And then, like, even they, they described her, like, in Spanish as the woman with the pants, like the bad guys. And it's like, okay. Like, it's just, we get it. Not too much. But, I mean, overall, it was it was good. It was uh, a cute little movie. I wouldn't have gone out to see it in the theaters, but it was a good Disney Plus Day watch. Okay. And then on Disney Plus Day, I also watched a third movie. <laughs> Wow, you really did just sit down and watch movies all weekend. I watched, <laughs> and in my notes here, I have Home Alone Again or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, you saw the new Home Alone movie? Yeah, which I think it's actually called Home Sweet Home Alone. I heard terrible things about that movie. Um, Oof, man, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. Ooh, I wouldn't have given it that. I would have given it like 30s or 40s. Okay. It's a Home Alone movie. I don't know. I mean, like, you know, what? like you said, you set your expectations going in and that's what you're going to get. You're going to see a kid get left at home alone, and then he's going to do MacGyver stuff to the people who are trying to break into his house. I mean. <laughs> so, some of the stuff that I heard was that essentially it's basically just home alone all over again, because I think he even does some of the same, like, traps. Uh, yeah, I think he does. Well, I mean, that's, that's like I said, I wrote in my notes, home alone again. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then there was a thing where, like, the kid was British or something, and they're supposed to be in Chicago, so that made no sense. Yeah, but I think it's like they moved. They just moved to Chicago. Like, I mean, it's like okay. I think at some point they even say like that they just moved there. Okay. Well, that's what I heard people like hating on it about was just like the acting was bad. They did the same traps from Home Alone, and the the kid was like British for like absolutely no reason. Well, okay. My main complaints about this is remember when you and I first talked about this, you were like, "Oh, snap, Keenan Thompson's in this," and I was like, "Oh, snap, Pete Holmes is in this." Yeah. Okay, between the two of them, they're in the movie for maybe, like, three minutes. So. <laughs> oh. 
the hell is it with Kenan Thompson, like the fucking like mailman or something? Basically, he's like a realtor who's just like, oh, hey, I'm going to sell your house. And then Pete Holmes is just like a wacky uncle. He's like the reason they got left, that the kid gets left. Because they're like in a rush and he's like, okay, everybody get in the car. And they just leave the kid. But yeah, I mean, that, that was a little bit of a disappointment. Ellie Kemper steals the show, though. She's pretty good. And so is the guy who plays her husband. So they're, they're the two people that are breaking into the house. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, in this, and I'm not sure how I feel about it, is it's like you empathize with them. With the people breaking into the house? So the people that are breaking into the house are good guys, too. How are they They're breaking into the house, Jacob? Well, so the whole thing is, like, if he had just knocked on their door and had a conversation, none of this stuff would have happened. Well, yeah, because they would have realized that there's somebody in the house. So they wouldn't have broken in. Well, so there's like the the MacGuffin of this movie is um, the these people are like on the verge of losing their house because the guy lost his job. So they're basically like, we can't afford to keep the house, so we have to sell it. And they don't want to. And then he finds a thing in his attic that he thought was garbage. So he just sort of like tossed it to the side. And he 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 thinks that this kid that gets left home home alone stole the thing from him. And then later on, he like looks it up on eBay, and he's like, "Oh, this is worth like three hundred thousand dollars." So okay. the the whole premise is like he needs to break into the house and get the thing that he thinks the kid stole from him. I mean, the thing is, is it's like uh, seriously, he could have just sh- knocked on the door, the, the and been like, "Hey, I'm a grown up. You stole from me. Give me the thing that you stole from me." <laughs> you know what I mean? Instead of like sneaking into the house, break into the house and steal it back. Yes. So uh, I, it, it's just uh, that aspect is kind of dumb. Also. This kid is sadistic. Like, you know, I know that's like the joke with Home Alone, but it, there is a point to where you're just like, okay, at, at this point, I'm just watching some like snuff film. Like, it's ridiculous that these these people are just getting beat up. Like, this. I'm just watching. I'm watching a kid try to murder these two other people. Yeah, like uh, uh, people like lose teeth and stuff, and it's like, okay, this is getting intense. Like, I just well, people lost teeth in, in Home Alone. Yeah, but they were bad guys, Gio. These people are like good guys, and they're are they good guys though? They're breaking into the house. I mean, that's the lesson that everybody learns at the end, right? Were they trying to go after the kid at, at some point? Well, the kid thinks that they're going after him. Like, it's a, it's a whole, it's it's all just a big miscommunication. So, you're telling me, these guys are in the house, they see the kid, they're just going to walk right past the kid, not do anything to the kid, they'll get whatever it was that the kid stole, and then just leave the house. Well, that's the thing, is they walk into the house and they're like, oh, nobody's home. And then they see the kid and they're like, oh crap, we need to leave. He's going to think we're breaking into his house. They're going to think that he's going to think that we're doing what we're doing. Yeah. So then it becomes a whole thing of like having to sneak in while the kid's not home and stuff like that. And it's, uh, I, it's still like, it's, it's a fun, whatever got me in the mood for Christmas movie, something new, but uh, I don't know that I'd ever watch it again, but yeah. Wow. 17% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's, that's lower than I would have thought. And then I watched. Uh, I also watched the Boba Fett documentary. It's like a forty-minute special. Talks about the history of the like designing the character of Boba Fett. It was interesting. I guess that was the only other Star Wars thing that we got for from Disney on Disney Plus Day. Well, that's supposed to be coming out soon, right? December. I think it comes out like the week of Christmas, maybe. And then the other thing that I watched on Disney Plus was uh, the first five episodes of The World According to Jeff Goldblum season two. Have you seen any of that show, Dio? I remember you and your mom were talking about it being funny, but I never actually watched any of it. Well, it's just he like picks a topic and like deep dives into it. He's like, oh, here's interesting people that do this. Like the first episode of the season was dogs. It's just like, let me go find this dog that's famous on it, that has as many Instagram followers as I do. A dog. See what that's all about. There are actually like a couple episodes where like he gets into some pretty deep stuff and. 
he starts crying and then I'm, I start crying and I'm like, what is this? <laughs> what kind of deep stuff were you? I'm going to have to, was it, was it about, was it about dads? Was it about fathers? <laughs> Maybe some of it was geo. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> the second one was, I, I, I don't even remember I what the bad. first one was. But yeah, it's like wow. Okay, do, do, do you need a hug? No, it's just like I'm like, oh wow, this is this is kind of heart wrenching. And then like he starts crying on screen. And it's just like, oh no, <laughs> no, Jeff, don't don't do that. Yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> you gonna do that, and then you gonna make me cry, <laughs> and then we both gonna be here crying. <laughs> yeah, that was my Disney Plus day week and weekend. Yeah, my Disney Plus your, weekend. Your old Disney Plus weekend. There was also a bunch of announcements. I'll run down the list. Can say if we have anything that sounds that we have to say about that. They're making a cheaper by the dozen movie. Another one? Yeah, like remaking it. Whatever. They're making a sequel to Enchanted. Did you ever see that movie? I want to say yes. I've never seen it. There's some Diary of a Wimpy Kid stuff. I feel like you and I are too old for that. I think so too. That was after. That was after our time. There's going to be Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. I might watch that. It's going to be hybrids, live action CG animated feature film. Oh, right. I might not see that. <laughs> Sounds like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, I know. Now I'm kind of disappointed. I was just thinking of animated Chippendale again. There's a Peter Jackson-directed Beatles documentary coming out next week. I'll probably watch that. Hocus Pocus 2? I'm going to watch that. I think you and I are of a generation where it's like Hocus Pocus was like, that was what we did for years on Disney, was watch Hocus Pocus on Halloween. Yeah. So... Uh, it's part of our DNA. I'll watch it. That's that's our our generation's Halloween movie. That, that's not like a a murder horror movie. Um, Pinocchio. A live action Pinocchio. Live action CG starring Tom Hanks. Ah, damn it! Well, is Tom Hanks gonna be uh, <laughs> Pinocchio? Not no. He better not be. That would be weird as fuck. <laughs> Even voicing that would be weird as fuck. Uh, what was I thinking? Uh, Geppetto. Uh, I have no idea. Or uh, maybe he'll be uh, Jiminy Cricket. That's probably more likely. Tom Hanks. Everybody loves Tom Hanks. Yeah, that's true. He could just be Pinocchio. That'd be fine. <laughs> There's going to be an Ice Age movie. Another one? Yep, Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild. I don't know who Buck Wild is. Here's one that sounds interesting. Sneakerella. Sneakerella. It's a gender flip twist on Cinderella set in the sneaker subculture of New York City. So it's a dude whose fairy godmother made him... A pair of Jordans <laughs> makes him like a pair of like black Air Force Ones or something, and he meets a girl at a party, and then he just runs out because he's about to transform back at midnight, and one of his Jordans or Air Forces or whatever falls off his feet. I guess. All right, that sounded incredibly like stereotypically. <laughs> you said it, man. I didn't say anything. That's not, that's all <laughs> coming out of you. <laughs> so, uh, oh man, and then the next thing we're talking about: the Proud Family, louder and prouder. Did you ever watch that? Yeah, I watched that. There's going to be a a sequel, like sequel series, like animated series, or is this another live action thing? Was uh, animated, I think. Spider Wick Chronicles, no opinion. Baymax. They're making a Baymax show. Yeah, uh, they're making a Zootopia show. Okay. There's that intertwined show that we talked about last week. Cars is getting a series. Didn't Cars already have a series? Maybe I don't know, but I think Owen Wilson is actually voicing Lightning McQueen in this one. Oh, I saw Loki. Oh yeah. What do you think? That's the other thing that I did that weekend. That's true. We didn't talk about that. What did you think of Loki? I liked it. We'll probably have to talk about it next week, I guess. But it was good. I liked it. All right. And then moving on to the Marvel-based stuff, we, we know Hawkeye's coming out. Did you see those little mini teasers for 
Moon Knight, uh, She-Hulk, Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Out of those three, I'm most excited for Moon Knight, but she- She-Hulk could also be pretty cool. Did you ever see Orphan Black, the TV show? No, I did not. That would be worth going back and visiting if you ever wanted a show to watch. There's the show called Echo, which apparently is going to follow a character that gets introduced in Hawkeye. A bunch of other stuff. Ironheart. There's going to be a Agatha TV show now. I saw that, yeah. They had like a, a little teaser image for Secret Invasion starring Sam Jackson. He His hair was all like a mess. I guess it's pretty rough out there in space because last time we saw him, he was in space. Vacationing. There's going to be a Gardens of the Galaxy holiday special next year. What if season two... Spider-Man Freshman Year, which is going to be like an animated series that follows like the MCU version of Peter Parker as he became Spider-Man. So his origin story. We'll probably actually see Uncle Ben in this one. There's going to be I Am Groot is a animated shorts about baby Groot. Pass. Marvel Zombies is going to be, I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Everyone's a zombie. And then the, the exciting thing for me, at least, and probably for you, is X-Men 97. Have you heard about this? I think I remember them saying that they were going to release or re-release uh, the old X-Men show. Is that what this is? This is a sequel to that. Oh, nice. And I, they're bringing back some of the like original voice actors and stuff. I love the X-Men. On the National Geographic side, Will Smith is going to have David Attenborough type series that starts in December called Welcome to Earth. You did that on purpose, didn't you? <laughs> or is that actually what it's called? It's called Welcome to Earth. It's, it's not Welcome to Earth like E-A-R-F, but <laughs> I'm sure that's what the reference is. <laughs> I'm just picturing Will Smith getting out of a spaceship, knocking out an alien. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. And then the last thing on this list that looks interesting is there's going to be a, a show with Chris Hemsworth where he's going to like try to defy getting old. It's called Limitless. He's going to try to defy getting old. Yeah, like I just watched the trailer for this before we started. He's um seeks to discover the full potential of the human body in this six-part Disney Plus series. So he's just going to like work out. <laughs> I, mean, I, <laughs> I think it's more than that. I think he's going to get into like the science of it, but he um I, it was weird. He's like, "Oh, well, you know, I'm getting old and uh I don't like that." And they're like, "Okay, we're going to make a Chris Hemsworth 2.0." He's like, "All right." And then Goes rock climbing or something. I don't know. So, uh, whatever. It, okay. Yeah. Disney Plus 2022. And not entirely directly related to Disney Plus, but also announced on the same day. And um, the parent company is owned by Disney. Was they released a image for Prey? Oh, I saw that. Isn't that like a prequel to the uh, Predator movie? Well, I mean, I guess technically it's a prequel. I don't know how much it'll like tie into that, but it's set like 300 years ago. Which I've heard rumblings about this, but this is the first like official thing I've seen about it. So it it's, it's takes place like in the Comanche Nation, which is funny. This this list of things that uh, are on Disney Plus Day that I'm looking at has it listed under international. I guess because it takes place in the Comanche Nation. I, okay. Maybe <laughs> I don't think that's how that works, but okay. Apparently, um, the cast and crew is like mostly indigenous peoples, and it's. Seems like an interesting take on the Predator franchise. It's also directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane. That was a good movie. I really like that movie. So I, I think that's exciting. I, I'm excited for Prey. It uh, comes out summer next year. All right. That's the rundown of Disney Plus Day. Well, it sounds like you had a good weekend. 
of doing absolutely nothing but watching TV. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think. Uh, the list of stuff that I have here doesn't sound like a lot, but like the League of Legends thing was like three hours plus all those movies. But like the the, the Disney movies were short, right? Like Home Alone again mm-hmm. was like ninety minutes. Not Home Alone again. So I, damn, <laughs> I keep reading it. Home Sweet Home Alone. <laughs> home Home Alone again. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Is there a movie called Home Alone Again? You'd think that would be like Home Alone 2 again. Uh, Home Alone 2 again? Yeah, there isn't. Uh, I guess there isn't one. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Home Alone. Call CPS. <laughs> yeah, so that's all I got. All right. Well, it sounds like we had a pretty productive week of watching stuff and saving bunnies. Yeah, so anyway, uh, I checked the mailbag and we got three spam messages. So at least we got something. Awesome. The email address works. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, What were the spam messages? Maybe we could just talk about that real quick. It is from a company called Backtracks, I guess, okay. wanting to tell me about podcasts that are trending in different topics. Oh, huh. and uh, are we any of those podcasts trending in any of the topics? No. Oh, but the best of car talk. You ever listen to car talk to you? It's actually entertaining. Uh, no, I haven't. It used to be on uh, NPR, like on Saturdays. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Promoting somebody else's podcast on our podcast. So if, if you want to email us, uh, don't hesitate to email scattershotthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Damn it, that's not what it is. No, I thought it was just scattershotpod. <sighs> I don't know why I can't get this right. You know, I'm starting to think that other the people have been emailing us. People have been emailing us, and they're just like, why aren't they saying that they're not getting any emails? I email them every week. Oh, gosh. All right. <laughs> Jacob always says is scattershotpodcast <laughs> at gmail.com. That's what I'm emailing. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> Instead, try emailing us at scattershotsthought. Oh, my God. I can't. I'm I'm falling apart, Geo. Just, just don't email us. Just don't email us, guys. Please just. <laughs> well, you don't email us anyway, don't. so. <laughs> wow. You don't know that. They probably have been to the wrong email address. Oh, man. Story of my life. All right. Let's try this a third time. Scattershotthoughtspod at gmail.com. That's the one the spam is going to. So we'd like to get something other than spam to this email address. Fill up these 15 free gigabytes that Google gave us with all of your wonderful thoughts. If you don't hear from us before Thanksgiving, we hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Yep. All bits full of a lot of delicious food. And a lot of fun time with your family or friends or pets or TV shows or just whatever. Honestly, the pets and the TV shows, I'd rather go with that. But Of course you would. Well, Gio, you got any... How do I do this? <laughs> we don't like to say goodbye, so we're just going to say so long. You're terrible at this. It's like week six or something. You should be. You should have this down pat. <sighs> Gio, do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> Damn it, I didn't think of anything. If you ain't first, you're last. And there you have it, folks. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving.